Tom. Tom. <laughs> I thought I'd join you in the German. Hello and episode welcome to episode three of episode season three? two of oh, season two or episode six of the Pog Gods and our most special episode because we have our oh, first yeah. guest. Well, technically our first guest. We have the Did lovely you? Simona here. Say hi, Simona. Hi. Hi. <laughs> Brilliant. I was, I was, <laughs> As you can tell, she's a veteran podcaster. I was going to say hi, Simona. <laughs> so then I just was startled. Yeah. Hello. That's right. So it works. Be kind. My be first, kind. first yeah, time. Be, be nice to Simona. <laughs> um, Simona is a. No negative feedback. Yeah. Simona's great. And oh. so we have Simona on the pod today because we're going to talk about some important stuff in life. We're going to talk about love. Yeah. This is filmed. Filmed. filmed this, is recorded, <laughs> this is recorded around Valentine's Day. You know, there's love in the air, and we thought all why the not rose better? pheromones. Exactly. We're going to talk about love and relationships and relationships and dating, um, and mostly about why they're terrible and what not to do. <laughs> yeah. Right. So Anthony is a bit of a love guru, ladies and gentlemen. I am. Um, he's I'm got... one for one. I <laughs> <laughs> got her out the first time. <laughs> But I feel like lots of people always, for some reason, come to you with their relationship advice. And you've given some great advice in the past. I have. I'm an excellent advice um, giver. Now, in comparison, Simona has many years of experience of relationships and love. And lots of interesting stories. So we think... No, I just mean it's just... Not in a bad way. Just the, opposite to, just the opposite to Anthony. Um, yes. So we have that. And then, well, there's me, who's just a very kind of just like... Neutral right. arbiter. You're in between. Yeah, I'm That's... like a nice. I'm like a nice. Yeah, a nice neutral. I'm like a nice, <laughs> nice neutral. A nice like glass of water and like white bread, <laughs> just like nothing. Mm. Nothing See, kind but, of aggressive. But I would feel that water and white bread is slightly more on the bland side rather than strictly neutral. Mm. You should have gone with wholemeal. I reckon that would have. Whole brought meal? it up. I would, okay, one, I would it's never like, go with whole meal. Like, why would I do that to myself? Nine grains. I'm already, for some reason, restricting myself to just water and white bread. I'm not going to make my life worse by picking whole meal. Anyway. So, uh, yeah, this is what you're in for, Simona. Excellent. Welcome. This is what it is for. Okay. So, first off, I thought we could talk a bit about dating apps. Because we're all young people. Mm. And it's sort of the way you meet people now. So, for example... I'm sure lots of our friends have met other, like their partners through dating apps or use dating apps to meet sort of people that are not, let's just say, not for the long term. Um, <laughs> Absolutely put, yes. Yeah. But I kind of wanted to talk about dating apps in like, what do... A philosophical sense. Right. So imagine me what are they mean? putting it to you guys. You guys are my, you're my parents and I'm coming to you as a child of love and I'm asking, like, oh, yeah. what do... What is What do love? people want from a dating app? So obviously you have Tinder, right? You do. Which seems to be which obviously is the most first popular. in the market. Just... Was it the first? I don't know if it was the first. It's certainly the most popular. Yeah. What well, was the one that um <clears throat> got the market share quite yeah. early on? Nice. Uh, it was probably the first of the swipey swipe. Yeah, I think that yeah, right. Tinder did the swipe. Oh yeah, everything yeah. else was well, because, the all like, actual information. Yeah, well, because, eHarmony. Like, yeah, like what is like OkCupid and eHarmony? Because they're like dating websites. Yeah, but they're too. They take too much time and effort. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So they're only for people that are like seriously. Yeah. Like wanting to lock something down, and they're willing to put in all that time and effort. Mm. Um, mm. to find a good match online, whereas Tinder's just like instant gratification. Yeah. And you just like pick of the draw on what you get. Yeah. It's a lucky dip, really. 
Yeah, and especially because it's like you're rating this person on like three, maybe four photos in a bio. Yeah. And no one rates the bio though. I, I read d- the I bio. Do. See, this is the thing. I d- <laughs> women, now, do you think women read the bio more than guys? Well, I don't know. Oh, I just okay. Just from what do you think? Would you well, imagine like so? back when I was on Tinder? Yeah. I think Tinder and Bumble were like the thing mm. a couple of years ago when I was single. But um, I think You're not single now. <laughs> <laughs> I think um, I had a lot of comments on the content of my bio, but maybe my bio was just really good, mm. so it was worth reading. I don't you had know. A, a you eating a large slice of pizza. Mm. That seems to get attention, but maybe yeah, it's just did. people really like a pizza. Yeah. Mm. Did it have yeah. pineapple on it? No. <laughs> Didn't want to spark that sort of controversy. <laughs> Not right. that I'm against uh, pineapple on pizza. Yeah. Please. Good answer. Yeah, good answer. Four. We love, might, we love, love, we might bring you back. Fuck. <laughs> I love pineapple on pizza. Um, yeah. But yeah, like Tinder seems to be the app where you use the most if you're just looking for a hookup. Which, like, there's nothing wrong with that. But I feel like there is a idea around Tinder that this is not necessarily the app you want to be using for mm. relationships. But, of course, so many people have met partners through yeah, Tinder. Yeah, exactly. Well, I mistakenly thought that it was to find a relationship. And, and you know, that that caused some shit in my life. Mm, so mm, mm. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's the problem is that people are not on the same page about what Tinder's for. Some people are there for a relationship and others are there. Yeah. For a hookup. And then when you combine those two together, that becomes problematic. Yeah. <laughs> because, I don't know, it's just, it's a weird thing. And like, in society, like, how do you even meet people? Like, how do you actually meet new people in life? Like, yeah, I know there's like this idea, like, you, like you uni go to the bar. and work and like going out. Yeah. But like. You don't really meet friendships people going out. Yeah. For like, for example. Well, you can. Yeah. No. No, I, would, I, I, I've, I would never see, meet ne- someone. Neither have I, but I don't know if we're the type of guys who could pull up. Like, I'm no, not going to slide up on the bar and be like, hey, I've baby. I've never gone and approached someone, but I have been approached. Mm. And not just by, no, like, no. weird, sleazy guys. Like, by yeah. nice guys as well. Yeah. And, like, not that I ever had a relationship from that. Mm. But, like, you know, if they gave me their number, we might have kept in touch for a, a period of time. Um, but I'd, I never had any like dating success from meeting someone out mm. obviously had great success with uni yeah yeah uni and friends <laughs> like for like that's the same with me like through friends or through universities how i've met yeah. people i've never had like a relationship from a dating app but i've been on lots of dates with them mm. it's just i don't know what it is this maybe it's like a for a different type of person mm. like so for example how did you meet like people in the past when you were single like how did you actually meet like people you're going to have a relationship with mostly dating apps okay um but also like someone i had seen on a dating app we talk for a bit and then we actually would like bump into each other at uni because obviously you have like location settings yeah mm. and so it's going to pick up people that are where you are mm. so there was a lot of people at uni um but i think i don't know it just for me it's so like presumptuous because you form an idea of someone and how you think mm. they are before you even meet them. Yeah. And then if they don't fit into that box of what you put them into, mm. then you either Swipe like the next person. No, we either don't pursue it or you try and make them into what you thought they were. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. What do you guys do? You guys think that dating apps overall are like a good thing for society? Do you think that they're good for relationships? Would you judge someone if they said they'd met on Tinder or something like that? I think there's always, like, um. 
a stigma. No, no, I think there's like definitely a place for dating apps. Mm. I think that not necessarily the world's a better place for it, but like I think it is needed because some people are just looking for that quick fling or whatever. Yeah. So like that's Tinder, but then also there's other apps on the market and obviously they have a smaller market share, but obviously the other one besides Tinder, I think most people know is um, Bumble. Mm-hmm. So I've, Hinge apparently is taking right. off now. So I'll, I'll talk about Hinge after because I was using it a bit there for mm. a while and I had no fucking idea how it works. <laughs> but Bumble is different in that. Well, do you want to explain how Bumble works to someone who doesn't wouldn't know what it is? Well, it may have changed since I used it, but yeah. when I was on there, it was um, same sort of thing as Tinder, mm. like the swipey swipe, but only women could initiate a conversation. Yeah, and they had a certain time of. A period it's of like time, 24 hours, like twenty four hours, to do yeah. it. Yeah, that's from, okay. Yeah. So that's from what I remember as well, from like yeah, two months back or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, it's so from my experience, is very different to Tinder in that on Tinder, like you know, you get heaps and heaps of matches, and then you can obviously shoot lots of messages, and like they may fail, they they may get. You might talk to someone for five minutes, you might talk to someone for a day, and then they just ghost you. You might meet someone. So whatever. is this? Like, I feel like this is a difference between men and women on dating apps. Mm. Like, I would never really initiate the conversation. Like, sometimes if I was like, I would be like, yeah, okay, I'll, I'll message a few people and see yeah. what I get back. But I, like, found that guys would usually be the first one to message. Do you go and, like, shoot off a message to everyone that you match with? Yeah, so I would send off lots of messages on Tinder. Lots in quotations. But honestly, I think I do it weird in that I'll often just swipe get the little ego boost of getting a match and then never send a message, which is fine. But I think I, a lot of people do that. Yeah, I will um, then send like some messages to people like I actively like because, I don't know, I found that with Tinder, it's just better to work with what you have. So like I will just swipe yes on everyone and then <laughs> I will then kind of look and see the people who've matched with me just to see, you know, if I actually like this person and, and what happens. Because right. sometimes you spend oh, uh, you can spend a lot of time on someone who just won't swipe with you, which is totally yeah, fine. Yeah, yeah. Fuck, that was my problem mm. back in the day. Because it takes too so much problem? time. Hmm? I was much too selective. Oh, mm. right. No, I see. I think that's the wrong way to do it. And so yeah, I, you're like, is this woman going to bear my future children? If not, hmm. left. Yeah, yeah, You just yeah. never found that person until... Yeah, yeah. Still it, so. <laughs> but see, I think, I think the idea is that I think there is a difference between women and men is because for women, obviously, just meeting some random dude in the internet or random person mm. can be kind of scary and dangerous. Mm. More, more so than guys. Like, I've never thought, oh, this person is going to, like, kill me and wear my skin. Mm. While I'm sure for women, it's like, man, I really want to fuck, but I could, this person <laughs> yeah. could kill me. Like, yeah. no, legitimately, like... Oh, there was definitely, like, criteria that I mm. had... Um, like had to have mutual friends. Yeah. Had to have them on Facebook mm. so that I could like have a proper stalk. Nice. And make sure that they are like kind yeah. of a real person. And like obviously they could still be faking that, but yeah. there was like certain criteria that they had to meet right. before mm. I would meet up with them. Did you have anything oh, that was <laughs> Did you have anything that was a hard no? Um like minimal pictures, no social media presence other mm. than Tinder was red flags. Right. And like that might not have been that they were yeah. fake person they just don't they, want to put their yeah. information up but you can't but trust for me stuff. it's like if yeah that's too risky they're fighting society but yeah at the cost of a possible mm. so i feel like if you have tinder yeah. you've got to be on social media so people can have yeah. a further stalk right. yeah so you can connect the two yeah. and yeah, yeah. follow each other yeah so, so like recommendations to friends <laughs> <laughs> people that you've i wonder if anyone's ever i've never used that in my life 
But would, that'd be a I weird like message I'd to no, get. I like this know. person yeah. has recommended this Tinder person. Yeah. <laughs> but even then, like you could just what you does just, that what mean? You just, be like, just be like, I swipe yes, <laughs> and then it's like, oh, they're not. They haven't swiped. That's just it's a weird. It's what a, weird a shit concept. recommendation. Yeah. <laughs> and so like you send off messages on Tinder, yada yada. And so with Bumble, I feel it was like a at least in the city that we live in, it was like a smaller user Pool. base, which is fine. Mm. And I think it's people a little bit more, at least from a man looking for women. The women were much more mm. looking for relationships a bit more than just a casual fling but not necessarily like this is a relationship dating thing but more so for just like i don't know you just found a different type of person on there was more keen to kind of go out and date rather than just like a a quick hookup but the issue with bumble right as a dude who's relatively fine to send off a message to someone i would get tons of matches and no women would ever message me and I don't, and for a while I was like, maybe it's like, am I, am I my photos intimidating? Do I look like creepy or do I look scary? Have I done something wrong? But then after a while I was like, maybe just women just aren't used to that mm. sending messages and they get in their head, they get nervous about it or else they just don't feel comfortable mm. doing it. And then when you were, what you were talking about then, that's what made me think about it. Do you mm. think it was something like that? Yeah, absolutely. I was like in my head when we were talking about Bumble versus Tinder just then, I was like, I don't think I ever met up with anyone from Bumble, even though I had it for quite a while. And then I'm like... It's probably because I never sent a message yeah, to anyone. Yeah. And so, like, I'll sit there and I'll, like, see the match and then you watch, like, the time, the slowly time down and be like, this is not happening. Yeah. 20, one hour left. There's no point. And so, and maybe that's an issue with just, like, the population of where we live. Maybe if we lived in a big city mm. in Australia, like Melbourne, you would have, you know, like, five times as many people. There's, like, five times as many matches, five times mm. as many chance to get someone who's going to send mm. you but a then message. But then, like, well, I don't, I don't know if you've had this problem because, like, mm. the majority of men that I've spoken to about dating apps do not seem to have as big a pool of people that are matching with them. Whereas, like, I would go on Tinder and I would, like, basically never run out of matches. Like, it it was rare. I'd have to sit there for, like, a very long time. So everyone you would swipe on would be a match? Yeah. Oh, fuck. That's not my experience at all. No, but I felt saturated with choice. It becomes overwhelming. Um, especially because I think it becomes like this game and it's gratifying because you're like, oh, this person swiped right and then you keep going and then, like, you're up to, like, 20, 30 matches, and then you're like, holy shit, I can't even remember, like, who was in that batch, like, and then it's just, like, there's too much choice. Mm. So I feel like if there was more people on it, then you'd get that same feeling of too much choice. Whenever, so whenever I compare, like, the amount of matches I have on Tinder, like, almost like a high score, but, um, if I compare the amount of matches I have on Tinder to, like, a female friend of mine, they might have, like, seriously, like, 700. I think I had, like... One and a half thousand at once. See, that's ridiculous. So for me, I had maybe 150 matches over six months yeah. of like using it semi-regularly, which that I, that was totally fine with me. 150 people that interested me, that's fine. I'm okay with that. Um, but there is like such a big difference. And I think it is partly because it is almost like, I read something before that was like, for guys for... Um, when they use Tinder, it's like fishing with grenades. You just lob it in and you see what comes out. But for women, <laughs> yeah. it's much more strategic. Like, they actually yeah. read the bio. Yeah, they yeah but they, the all, they also have so many more options. Yes, as well. That's the thing. So it's easier. It's to... like a, it's a competitive marketplace yeah. Yeah. for dudes. Yeah, yeah. Because I guess for women, just it's much easier to get matches. But for yeah. guys, we really have to... Yeah, it's a bit like, it's a, bit like a bell curve. Mm. And the women want the people at the front of the bell curve because they have the whole, the whole yeah. group. Yeah, mm. for sure. But then just for 
that's not great for everyone else not in the <laughs> exactly. top of the bell curve. But it's not great for women either because then we can't like go, oh, who do I message then? Because mm. we don't want to sit there and message like yeah. 30 different people because you can't really personalise a response to mm. that many people without dedicating no, a sure. whole day. And you don't want to do the just average like, hey, hey, going. Yeah. Like, it just so it's becomes just, hard for both sides. I really think that. And don't get me wrong, I actually think women have a much worse time because having seen some of the dudes on, like, I, when I'm looking at, like, women or, or people like that on Tinder or, or Bumble or whatever, all the women are nice. No one's scary. No one's, like, <laughs> like nice, nice enough photos and, like, not weird bios, really. Um... You get every once in a while you go like mm, this person's pro- I'll probably avoid, yeah, yeah. but like that. But yeah, but from what I've seen from for what women the choice they have with men, it is bleak. Mm-hmm. It is kind of bleak yeah. out there for for women because a lot mm-hmm. of dudes are just I'm not I'm not really sure how to describe it without sounding insulting. In they just way. don't understand. Well, I'm just not sure why they would pick the, the their profile that way to <laughs> to display themselves. Yeah. Mm. Um. And are, is it like working for them the way they've done, like holding up yeah. a giant fish, <laughs> that's, that's just thing, nine right? photos of that, and like a drugged out tiger in Thailand? Yeah, like is that mm. is that working? Is that what we women should are we should for? talk about this men's men's dating profiles and what works and what doesn't? Yeah, all right. Well, let's. I what does work? What like what? Um, well, I, I'll start with what doesn't work. Okay, what doesn't work? That is good. Um, what doesn't work? I think there's a fine line between like a funny profile and just like just messed up, yeah. like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, and and I think it's different because this is not someone that you know. Yeah. So things that might be funny to their mates that yeah. know them really well are not funny to someone who's never met them. Right. Um. So I think there's there's a really fine line to walk there, mm-hmm. and you know a lot of men cross that line. Um. I also think that some guys just really shit at taking photos of themselves. Yeah. So they're, setting, <laughs> they're setting themselves up for failure, really, because like they might be really attractive in real mm. life, but when you've only got photos to go on. Mm. You're not going to know that. So yeah. if you're not projecting yourself in the best light possible on your profile, as vain as it is, yeah. you're not going to have a chance. Well, you ha- it's almost like you have to treat it like you would go for like a, a job application yeah. or something. Like on LinkedIn, you're not putting up your footy shorts no. pick. You're going, you want to like to make yourself look as attractive as possible. Mm. I think uh, I linked my LinkedIn to my Tinder for a little while. That's a power move, to be honest. <laughs> power move. Um, Didn't give me any success. No, I thought it was a good idea. Well, I would now because you're a lawyer, so... This is true. Yeah, like, I don't know. So a friend of mine mentioned how a lot of... They think that a lot of guys make these meme, very funny profiles that effectively tell you nothing about them. I think it's as pronounced a, meme, but meme. Um, Because as this form of, like, what they said is, like, peacocking in, like making it's more for their mates or more for guys to show like hey look i'm getting girls by saying some joke about Mm. like having a giant dick which yes very funny but like (laughs) i feel like these guys aren't putting themselves like choose your target market though. yeah like like, i feel like they have target audience i mean yeah (laughs) hell maybe there are people out there look they're probably on tinder there are people specifically looking for that but i just think you have to like I don't know. And maybe there's like a lack of respect towards women in that for mm. guys. They don't... Or maybe it's just like society makes men feel that they can't be vulnerable mm. enough to be like, this is what I'm looking for in a partner. This is what I, I want to do. Which is like... I think a good rule of thumb with, like, sides. with pictures on dating profiles though, mm. is like have a couple that like are kind of your best photos. Yeah. Have one that's kind of funny but not like 
sitting on the toilet funny. That's not yeah. funny to anyone but your mates. Um, and like, you know, try and throw one in with like a puppy or a cute animal. Like yeah. that's always a winner. Um, and a group shot's always good, but fucking irks me when they mm. only have group shots. It's impossible and to tell welcome, who it is. Welcome to our world. <laughs> and you can't tell which one they are. Yeah. 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 And that seems it, to be a very it's popular like, approach for it's, women it's, as well. But men as well. And you're mm. like, which one are you? Or they have the, this photo with like two guys and mm. every photo is like those same two guys and one's really attractive and the other one you're kind of like, oh, and you're like, this is, Please this be is the really girl. like... It's like me risk. and Anthony. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Um, yeah. So I think there needs to be a mix of photos. They shouldn't all be the same mm. type of photo. But I think, yeah, a couple mm. of funny ones. Like, I think I had one of me, like, eating pizza yeah. on a night out. And, like, I don't know, one of a selfie, one of a mm. group shot, one of me on the beach. Like, just sort of have a couple of, like, yeah. nature shots, one with an animal, one with something funny yeah just mix it up mix it up like let let them see different sides of you that's good yeah. are you listening lads listen to this <laughs> advice but I th- don't put like a really awful selfie in the mirror or mm. one of you on the toilet or how do you feel about gym don't do a sneaky nut no no gym flex photos no I, yeah do you hear that lads all no. the gym flex photos. No, no gym flex photos. <laughs> now, like, okay, listening to what you said, and I'm going to use my honours degree in, like, gender studies mm. and patriarch stuff. I wonder if in society, when it comes to photos, men are not taught to feel like they're valued for their looks, while women are, feel, uh, are taught they are almost completely valued for their looks. So it's the opposite end of the spectrum. Mm-hmm. So women take so many more photos, especially selfies, while with guys... So have the experience. They, may, mm-hmm. that's why that's they may not take photos of themselves just because it's like, oh, bro, mm-hmm. I'm not taking a selfie that's fucking gay or something like that. And I don't know. No, like, I'm being serious. Like, I think I know, guys, they're like... Still so we're not, funny. Men are not taught in society to, like, think... You know what? We actually look good and like take self-respect yeah. in our looks because it seems. So do you think maybe the reason that guys are not selecting the best photos is that is the only photos that they have? Yeah, especially ones with mates. Whereas I have like so be... many to choose from. Yeah, and I'm like, I had to sit down with my girlfriends at one point and go, okay, <laughs> top twenty, and yeah. then we're going to narrow it down. Yeah, that was not me. <laughs> no. I very much have had a limited supply okay. of photos right. that That's I could use. That's probably the problem then. Right, I had they good ones don't. though, but. Mm. Yeah. Didn't leave me Yeah, which success. ones did you have on there? Yeah, good question. So my opening photo was back in the day, and there's a big big shout out to, to my homeboy, my home slice, um, Rowan, for organising <laughs> the uh, the Flinder pub crawl. Oh, yeah. Infamously oh, right. so. Yeah, fuck yes. And then we had, um, like, the, the little rectangle that you had to draw something in. So my yeah. first profile was a picture of me in that t-shirt mm. and I drew the horse Maximus from Tangled on it. Right. Saying, <laughs> of horse I'm single, how about you? <laughs> so that good. was my that was my opening. And then I just had I don't really remember any of the others. There were some mm. random ones. I think there was one of me on the top of like one of the places in uh, in New York. With my hair flowing out, mm. which was quite oh, exciting. Fabio, that was that a was good beautiful. picture, actually. That was a fucking... Didn't, didn't give me any success, though. So yeah. I don't know how... Like, see, I, I did... see, this is the problem. Well, you're objectifying when... women out there. Yeah. When men like you don't have luck on Tinder, what luck is there for everyone else? Because <laughs> I feel like I had a nice photo. Like, I had a photo, photo, like, just some nice ones in me, like a nice shirt, out with some mates, stuff like that. Just, like, good, really nice photos. 
and I did mediocre. And then mm. I did a photo with you and I in it, that one from with us at the club <laughs> when we're dancing, <laughs> and fucking skyrocketed swipes. And I'm just like, mm, I don't, I'm not sure. Yeah, what's I don't happening know here. how you didn't have luck, Anthony. <laughs> Which one of you? <laughs> I don't know either. I, Actually, I, technically, I, you're in the back of that as well, and I got a match, Simona, and I got a match once being like, hey, I know this Simona person, and just be like, <laughs> yeah. One? Huh? Which one is it? So this is the one where we went to the London, and then it's me and Andy like, oh, yes. like yeah. and then yes. you're in the back just losing yeah. your shit. Yeah, that's yeah. a great photo. That is a great photo, and yeah. it worked really well for me on Tinder for some reason, but the thing is, I don't know why, because it's not a because good photo. Because I was photo. in it. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> People were swiping for me. Yeah, they're just like, Sorry oh, Simona. Sorry to break it to you. Yes. Um... I don't know. It's just, it's a weird thing. And going back to what I was saying before with like the, the photos and the selfies, just to expand it more, like I think, you know, men don't take photos of themselves and don't take as much care of themselves as women because like self-care like that is seen as feminine. Mm. And then men being seen as feminine, like femininity is seen as a negative, especially for men, mm. which is like fucked up that like mm. men are sort of pressured in society to, to look a certain way and act a certain way. And don't get me wrong. It's way fucking harder for women because like mm. they have a chance of just being fucking murdered because of all this bullshit mm. but um i can understand why it's just a weird situation for dudes mm. Mm. on this mm. actually can mm. i make a very unrelated but also related point mm. um so recently i've i've been working in the city Nice. A period of time. And and to get there... I Wait, you a, work in the city? I, I do work in the city. <laughs> Sorry, what do you do? It's a summer break, <laughs> but we'll get there. Um, so I take a bus to get into the city, and then I get off the bus, and then I walk a bit, two blocks, to where I work. Mm. And on that on that journey, shall we say, I see, I see people. Right. And some of those people are men. Wow. Now, what, I, <laughs> what I've noticed in that time is there seems to be quite a... It's not quite common, but it's close enough to common to be an issue that I want to raise mm. with the right. broader public. Raise it. And that is that, for some reason, men seem to want to not match their belt colour with the colour of their shoes. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't understand why, okay, listen, why they want to do that. It's because they don't know that a brown belt and black shoes looks terrible. They're just not aware that that is not a but good fashion. even in thing. reverse, Jordan, there's like black belts with brown shoes. To be fair, I, I don't didn't understand. Know, I didn't know this was a problem before I met you. Fuck, Jesus and then Christ. I, 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 like, God forbid, I suggested that you wear a pair of black shoes and a brown belt and you looked at me like I'd eaten a dog or something mm. like I uh, <laughs> no I know what you mean well definitely you are definitely someone who, who cares about how they look in their fashion me I think a bit less but I still think I like to put some effort in mm. but I think there are guys and I think maybe it's just the issue in society in that there are some dudes that literally have no idea how to dress like for their body shape colour anything at all they just have no idea so they'll wear the same thing they wore when they were 14 till they're like 50 and then they'll wear 50 till they die mm. yeah. oh don't get me wrong this was very much me until about 21 oh that's true <laughs> but, actually fuck. Yeah. but in that post period of time I feel like I've You've learned, learned so much mm. and it's the same you've with, gone um, the other way though now you're just a fashion snob yeah yeah obviously. <laughs> you are yeah. <laughs> I care about my appearance yeah. Um, but yeah it's also a bit like to tie it back and really 
apologies shut Simone around a bit, but it's really related to video games. And like, oh, you know, really? once you once you <laughs> learn <laughs> once you learn how to play, for example, a multiplayer game online, once you yeah. learn that and you see the fucking plebs who don't understand how to do anything, you're just like mm. I that's went I've been through games. that process. That's, life. that's, life. that's life. That is life. No 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 but that's like that's have you ever wrong. driven in a car with Simona? She'll scream at people telling them they don't know how to drive. <laughs> and they're doing illegal <laughs> YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I am very hypocritical when I drive. Yes, it's always a good experience. I mean, like to be fair, you're actually a really good driver. Thank you. So it is like everyone else is shit. I, I think so. <laughs> but what I was going to say is like I wonder if it's it's because like think about how massive of an industry women's fashion is. Like obviously oh. in the manufacturing and selling mm. of clothes and stuff, but also just like magazines, like YouTube, mm. Facebook, like how much stuff like makeup, whole makeup industry. Is very much geared towards women to buy mm. stuff, and so women have to like actively learn from a young age and are in this world. Well, on the flip side, the thing is that throughout my entire childhood, up until very recently, like I wouldn't, I just wouldn't have an interest mm. in taking that like clothes shopping route or whatever. Yeah, like my mum would buy my clothes, and I'm like, cool, I wear this. Awesome. Thanks, mum. Shout yeah. out. Shout out to um, mums. But. I feel like on the flip side, there's definitely it feels like when, for example young girls would go shopping with their mum mm. or again legal legal guardian um mm. that there's more of a they have more of an involved role mm. in either it's picking more out of an something. argument about i want to wear that mum doesn't agree with it and it just is like, yeah exactly from a young age exactly problem. where i was presented with this item of clothing and i was like <laughs> sure yeah. like wear dobbies that. are free out exactly <laughs> <laughs> So it's, yeah, it's it's much it's much simpler, but then from the same perspective, you don't get the the like the level of critical thought as to mm. what looks good, what doesn't look good, what looks good on me, what doesn't look good on doesn't look good on me, yeah, etc. etc. So yeah, what about you, Simona? Like, what is your experience with like fashion and women's appearance? Like, obviously, like you always look fantastic. Mm, you haven't seen photos of me before, like two thousand and. 12. Well then, okay. What was your? <laughs> what has been like your journey to like knowing what to wear and like how to look good and stuff like that? Like just being bullied. Being bullied. Just people <laughs> going, that looks really shit. And shit. Like, I get upset about it and then I go, you know what? You were right. Thank you. Fuck. <laughs> Fuck. No, I think it's a bit of a coming of age thing for women. Yeah. Um, and and fashions have changed a lot as well. So mm. I I look back at what I was wearing ten years ago and it probably at one point was in fashion. Mm. But the problem with me was I tended to get things after they'd gone out of fashion because right. I'd like pest my mum about it mm. for so long that they she'd finally sale. get it yeah. when it was on sale and then everyone had moved on to something else. So yeah. I was always like just one step behind the times. Um but yeah, now I I think as I've gotten older, I've learned more to dress for my body shape than mm. what is in fashion. And that has tended to work a lot better for me Yeah. than the other way of just going with whatever is in fashion. And then that means that my clothes last longer as well mm. because they're a bit more timeless. And I think that happens to women as we get older. We choose things that are going to be in fashion for a lot longer. Yeah, timeless clothing definitely, definitely helps. Mm. Uh, I think that there's a balance. Or, for example, and I hope you don't mind me saying, dear, mm. but you own a lot of black. Mm. Mm. And, you know, black as a concept and as a colour is, is itself quite timeless and therefore mm. makes mm. it easier to combine things together. Mm. And then and that's the same in general fashion terms, you know, the bold, simple colours and, and patterns that naturally flow together with respect to the colour wheel. Mm. 
right. of course will make sense <laughs> moving forward and, and throughout we time. all make sense exactly i think Colour i have as many sense. floral dresses as i have black clothing though mm. definitely yeah you <laughs> but like what's like what's really popular in women's fashions is like Seems to be oh, like, like really, really waist... tight dresses, like okay. bodycon dress with like the little spaghetti straps. Right. I would look like, um, you know, there's like turkeys with like the, <laughs> <laughs> the rope oh. bits around the, the string. Yeah. Just like everything bulging out. That mm. is what I would look like in one of those dresses, definitely. But like, <laughs> you'd obviously know what works for you fashion wise, but like, mm. how do you even learn to do that? Like, that's the thing I think it is Just make mistakes. Trying done. on a lot of stuff and also mm. making mistakes. Mm. I have had some fashion fails, mm. definitely. But yeah, I guess just like, I think that there's a lot more representation for people Hmm. that are not a size six in media now. So I think it's a bit easier to do that because I can look at photos of people that have my body shape and then look at what looks good on them. Um, And just following people on Instagram as well that Mm. have my body shape. So that has made a lot easier. Um, I think that 10 years ago, it would have been really hard being a woman in your um Early 20s, yeah. trying to look good for work. Yeah. I think work is the hardest thing. Really? To choose clothing for. Because, like, I have to be really careful with dresses that will look professional on, like, someone who's really thin. Right. But then, because I've got big boobs and things mm. like that, it, it then, like, looks... <laughs> Anthony's <laughs> laughing. <laughs> <is worse. laughs> but it, it looks... It doesn't look as professional on me. Yeah. And that's just a body type thing. And I think sense. it's a lot harder to dress... Mm. For like professionally, mm. if you aren't really thin, so right. that's a really big challenge. Interesting. I wonder why, like, because like what's like for me, women's like professional clothing is like thin, pe- like super tight, like mm. pencil yeah. skirts and stuff like yeah. that, or like a, a blouse or like a shirt mm. or something. I don't know what I'm talking about, but like that just doesn't work for everybody. No, like, it doesn't work shape. for everyone. And I own some pencil skirts, but they're like stretchy pencil skirts, which yeah. are. A very rare find. I think I had to search for many, many years mm. and I will never let go of them. <laughs> <laughs> and they only come out for special occasions because I don't want to wear them out because <laughs> I might never find another one. Legit. Well. Yeah. So anyway, this is this has taken a weird turn. That's good. I say, see, this is, how, this is how the pods go. We'll just like talk about lots of stuff. So like, what did we learn? Yeah. Like fashion, men, yeah. please, please learn it. Mm. But you know yeah, what? yeah. Match Still your love fucking yourself, shoes to your belts for fuck's <laughs> sake. <laughs> all right. Well. All right. Or we'll... just don't wear a belt at all, and then you can wear whatever no, fucking color shoes you want. We do not need to relive the era of pants really low on men with their boxes hanging out. We just don't need to relive that. I fucking love that era. No. Me in high school. In high school, it's such a status symbol to have like what kind of jocks you would have, and you would have the band. Higher than your school, and it was a competition of how low you could get them without them falling off. See, I went for a nice middle ground. I just went nice Australian-made bonds, look good. But then you know, there's guys out there's guys out there flexing with like Calvin Klein. I can't, I can't compete with Calvin (laughs) Klein. This is true. But technically, I would find having look having dabbled in the Calvin Klein underwear. Not the premium, premium stuff. Of I'm course. Not, I'm not a lawyer yet. The half town sale stuff. But the, uh, I've, <laughs> I've personally found the bonds to be a lot more comfortable. Mm. So surprisingly enough, I, I legitimately think that bonds, world's comfiest undie tag could be true. Mm. Yeah, but we don't wear like social status clothing because it's, it's comfortable. Then again, 
That's reversed now because, like, active wear is mm. such a thing. Mm-hmm. Is that comfortable to wear? I've never worn yes. active wear. Right. It's, and, but it's also like if you have some nice Lorna Jane active wear, that's a bit of a flex. That's a bit of a status symbol in a way. Um, no, it's Lululemon now. Lululemon, Lululemon. Which I don't have. I'm just, I'm behind the times. I'm still on Lululemon. You're still. <laughs> Should make I, don't, I don't quite earn enough to get Lulu yet. <laughs> is Lululemon really expensive? I don't know. I haven't actually yeah, yeah. been into a it's store. It's amazing. All right. Amazing. Let's move on. Well, so with both of you here, we're going to get some some dating love advice from you guys. So I've, I've perused the internet for some stories. So we have some example of some, some bad dates, and then we have some more directed relationship advice. So I'm going to read you guys some bad dates. I want to hear your just thoughts. Okay, so what, what's happened, right, is we've put together a really good dating profile on some app. Right. Oh, you're just recapping what we've covered. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It's important in case people jump in at this time. Yeah, yeah, okay. If you've just joined us. Um, So you've put together a really good profile. Mm -hmm. You've had some success from that. You're on the date. You're dressed appropriately Mm -hmm. based on the fashion advice Mm -hmm. thusly given. Mm -hmm. And then we're looking at the outcomes. Mm -hmm. How do we we get success? Mm. And what goes wrong? Okay. Beautiful. We'll set yeah. up. Perfect. All right. Let's go. Fantastic. So, this Read is from on. the Facebook page, Bad Dates of Melbourne. <laughs> All right. Shout so, out. Here we go. So, I matched with this guy on Bumble. We started dating and all was well, apart from the fact he was not very open with his emotions. Typical men. Mm, that is a problem. <laughs> well, we'll get to that. <laughs> I tried to let it go as we were still fresh and I thought he would eventually open up. Fast forward a couple of months and we went on a romantic weekend away a couple of hours out of Melbourne. Once we settled in for the night, we got talking and I started asking some confronting, in quotation mark, questions about where we stood as a couple. Were we dating? Are we boyfriend slash girlfriend? He said he needed some fresh air and he went off for a walk. This fucking kills me. (laughs) Did he go for a pack of cigarettes? (laughs) One hour goes by. Two hours go by. He still hasn't returned. Turns out he hitchhiked back to (gasps) Melbourne. He literally abandoned me in the middle of nowhere. Luckily, I drove, so I still had the car with me and was able to get home. The next day, he apologised. I gave him a piece of my mind and never saw him again. Shit. What a flex. Wow. So when I saw that he literally fucking went to Melbourne, he hitchhiked away from the campsite. (laughs) He risked his life to get away from this I, I, I didn't... I want to talk... What do you think was going through his head? It's like, why? Why? Just because he was afraid of opening up? He... Because, like, if they've been together for a little while, mm. I feel like he's understood that he's past the point of just, like, it's a casual hookup. Mm. If they're going camping together, that seems not like a casual hookup kind of thing. Yeah. So I think it is understandable. And, like, sure, those kind of questions... Like, I always remember getting, like, a, a text from a girl at, like, one in the morning. I'm just like, I'm so mm. tired from being at a club or something mm. like that. And I come home... <laughs> Sorry, you out at a club? <laughs> this was years ago. So this is when I was younger and, like, fucking did stuff. Um, and it was just like, I get a text to be like, so I hope you had a good night. They're like, yeah, thanks. I did. So what are we? And it's like, oh, I have to have this conversation. I feel like that's not now. a text conversation. Yeah. Mm. But I feel like it's Maybe okay. he hopes that it would be mm. a text conversation. But me then being like, oh, let's talk about this another time. I'm going to go to sleep now. Is a reasonable response rather than fucking hitchhiking mm. to Melbourne. Mm. Well, I don't know. Maybe that's what he said. Maybe he said, let's but talk about this another time. It made me think, 
What do you guys think about men being vulnerable and open with their emotions in relationships? Simona, I assume your experience, it's a very easy thing from what you said before. Men just never shut up about what they're feeling <laughs> and what they're talking about. Um, and uh, it's not an no, issue at all. It, it is a problem, but I feel like I also... I'm a very open person. I don't mm. struggle to no. express how I feel. And <laughs> no. um, so I guess I'm, I'm not best to answer you know, the question of what yeah. was possibly going through his head because I, it makes no sense to me at all. Um, but I think that this tends to be a theme mm. with men and struggling to open up and I, I'm not sure where it stems from. Maybe, you know, typical gender stereotypes yeah. that men are taught to suppress, suppress things from a yeah. young age and women are taught to, you know, talk about how they feel and my upbringing's been very... Like, you know, if something's wrong, you talk about it. Yeah. You deal with it. That's always been the number one thing in a relationship that I think leads to success is talking about things. Mm. 100%. Because I think that, like... Anthony disagrees. <laughs> no, I think a lot of problems in just life, not just relationships, come from miscommunication. Yeah, that's, that's so, a really fucking good point. Anthony, what do you think? Why oh, do- it's, it's very true. I mean, I would never describe myself as a particularly apt communicator uh, with respect to these kind of things and I don't know I, I don't don't really know why why it's the case mm. I can't I can't really explain why yeah. I would act this way and it's in not- the same way I can't really explain why this guy went off and yeah. hitchhiked after those questions <laughs> but like, but yet but yet on some level I understand <laughs> <laughs> It's just like, I don't condone it, but I can understand what it's yeah. Actually, I'm a bit the same in that, like, I like to think I am someone who's kind of aware of these, like, societal pressures, mm. tries to, like, counter those social stereotypes a bit, but I still find myself occasionally, like, falling into that trap of just being, like, not wanting to talk about stuff, mm. like, repressing it. It's just easier if you just don't talk about it and you just leave it behind and you try and forget about all of that stuff. Um, and maybe it's just something like... Maybe I just you just people just don't want to deal with that. I don't know. Don't want to actually have to feel mm. something real mm. in life, but I don't know. All right, let's move on to another story. Mm-hmm. Yeah, fuck! What a great story, though. That is wild. How many likes did it get? Oh, it got. Uh, doesn't say likes. Oh, because they got rid uh, of it. Oh yeah. It says six hundred and thirty-three comments and six shares, though. That's mm. quite substantial. Um, this one's a bit shorter. Mm-hmm. And this one is a bit more about. Uh, well. Let's see. It was my first date ever. He was 28, I was 18. He absolutely smothered me with ridiculous compliments. He kept hinting that he wanted to put a ring on my finger. Towards the end of the date, we were holding hands. He said, Right now, we are holding hands. We are touching. We are connecting. We are making love. I went home and washed my hands many times and thankfully never saw him again. But for me, the big one was, like, that's a big age gap. Mm. Like a 28-year-old, almost 30, dating a 18-year-old. Like, obviously, this dude's fucking weird as fuck. But what do you guys think about age gaps? Like, what when what is and isn't acceptable? Mm. <laughs> Don't look at me. Um, I think for a first date, that, that could be, you know, that is a big age gap. But I mm. think that when I was 19, mm. I met someone out who we both lied about our age. I said that I was like 23. He said that he was 25, I think. Right. Communication, um, <laughs> very important. Yeah, look, I was 19 and he was 30. Ooh. Um, See, that's, but, a, that's, a, that's a lot. Yeah, and it definitely didn't work out. Um, and no. I think in hindsight, looking back, 
on the more practical elements of such a big age gap. I think the older that you get, the less age matters, definitely. But yep. I think eight, uh, 19 to 30 or 28 and 18, there are just so many differences in like where you're at in life. Yeah. But I guess it also depends on the person. Like I, it just depends on what you're looking for. Mm. And, you know, 18 year old might be looking for something that is typically that yeah. of a late 20 year old and a 28 year old man might be more at the maturity level of early 20s. Like, mm. I don't think that, like, age is just a number is, is a saying, but, yeah. you know, I think that can come into it at some point. But I think if you want the same things, mm. then age shouldn't matter. Obviously, problematic if they're not of legal age. Oh, yeah, fu- <laughs> a- absolutely. <laughs> that's absolutely. Just, yeah. Like, that's like a caveat, yeah. legal, uh, consenting yeah. adults. Um, but I, I don't really have a problem with it. Okay, But it didn't work for me dating someone. And, you know, I dated a couple of mm. older men and I think for me it was more, oh, they've got their shit together. But they didn't. The, yeah. the older men that I was dating did not well, actually have was... their shit together. That It was just a mirage. That's what I was going to talk about. It's like I find that women are often more interested in, so like say when I was 22, the girls that I would be interested in my age, 22, would be wanting to date guys that were like 26 or something mm-hmm. like that. Um but like, why do you think it is? Like, I think it's also a weird flex thing with women. It's like, really? who's got the oldest boyfriend? Yeah, I think at one point it was kind of like... go to the retirement you know, home and just win. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I think, yeah, because I don't know. There was a time where I looked at guys my age and I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, obviously just wasn't meeting the right guys my age. Mm. But I, I don't know. I just don't think that age should be the only determining factor. You've got to take everything else into account. Very interesting. I, I strongly disagree. I think anything <laughs> okay. more than about two months different is a real problem. Wow. Okay, wow. then. <laughs> like No, I, I 100% agree. And like you said, the older you get, the less, it, the less of an issue it kind of mm. is. On the flip side, though, I, it always kind of entered my mind somewhat where you've got that weird, I guess, double-edged sword kind of where... As a, say, if you're the younger one and you're looking for someone more mature, Mm. then, like, if that were to work, then that would also mean that the more mature person would need to be of less maturity. Mm. Does that make sense? Like, if you're an 18-year-old looking for a 26-year-old, for that 26-year-old to Mm. be looking for the 18-year-old, then obviously that's... Yeah. yeah, There's not that, I guess, same level of uh, interest. But But I don't don't necessarily think people set out... Oh, no, no. With a specific age in mind, they might just be yeah. like, generally speaking, my experience with guys my age or younger has been yeah. shit, so therefore I'm looking for someone who's a bit older mm. because they might have their shit together more. Stick for a few years, though. Plus, minus two. Right. That really? was mine. That was my, my two bracket. Two years or two months? <laughs> <laughs> two years. Well, I was going to say, I think but. women mature a bit... Well, it seems to me women mature faster than guys their age. And whether that's like... Uh, like a, a development thing, whether that's like society pressuring women mm. to mature faster mm. than dudes. I don't know. And maybe it's just women trying to find someone on that same level as them. Mm. And they just happen to be like four years old or five years older yeah, than yeah, yeah. they're like mm. people that they're attracted to, like those, that level. So here's the, the last one of the bad dates. Okay. This one's a little bit longer. My bad date happened a few years ago. I matched with this guy on Tinder. He seemed fun, real beachy and chill. I met up with him at our local pub. Our date was fairly ordinary. I knew the moment I met him that we wouldn't be together. But it had been a while, so we went back to my place and did the deed. 
He had a few drinks, as did I, so I told him he could crash at my place if he wanted. That seems very normal. Yeah. Right? yeah. He left sometime in the morning, I assumed. Never said nothing, no text. Sweet, thinking we are on the same page. Obviously, he knew this was a one-time thing as well. I get in the shower to get out to do my face and look in the mirror for such a long time thinking something is very different about my face. My fucking nose ring is gone. I turn the house upside down looking for it. No nose ring. It's fairly new too, so I'm stressing out knowing it's probably already closed up. I message him just to check to see if I had it in on our date. Maybe I lost it before then. I was backtracking through the last 24 hours. He messages back saying, I took it out before I left while you were sleeping. I can't date girls with piercings. Check your ears. I checked my ears. My earrings were gone too. (laughs) I didn't notice them coming off. I'm a very heavy sleeper, especially after a few drinks. Anyway, I blocked him and never got any piercings after that. Maybe once I find my soulmate. Never got any piercings. So it works. That is so weird. I I don't know if there's any lesson for us to talk about. I just wanted to bring up... Imagine, like, that's your really weird. facial piercings have been stolen by just some dude you've taken mm, home. That's really um, weird. What if she wasn't a heavy sleeper? Like, what is the conversation oh, that yeah. happens? Oh, yeah. That's such a good question. <laughs> if you yeah. wake up in the if middle of that. you get caught, take Surely he'd just have to be like, oh, I was really drunk. Oh, no, no, I, re- I reckon he would flex the fuck out of it and say exactly the same thing in person. That's so weird. Oof. Or he'd hitchhike away. <laughs> <laughs> To be honest, that girl probably should have fucking like hitchhiked out of there because yeah. that's not. Mm. Oof. Yeah, he knows where she lives. Mm. That was good. I want to move Thanks. on to the final big story. This one I read a few weeks ago. And it's been in my head. It's called "I, 26 female, am upset with my boyfriend, 24 male, for eating all of the potatoes." Now I want I want to read this because I'm in two minds because I can understand both parties. Mm. So, this is a bit like... I agree already. (laughs) My my partner and I have lived together for just over a year now. I'm much more of a cook than he is, and I cook dinner most nights. Tonight, I made a beef roast with all the veggies, gravy from scratch, and the crucial element, slow-roasted duck-fat potatoes. Can I just interject for a second and say that this is quite representative of... That's (laughs) almost exactly why I... Please continue. That's why I thought thought for a second, I'm like... "Hmm, Yeah, hmm." it's not me that posted this. I was like, do the ages match up? It's like, (laughs) not quite, not quite. It's close, though. I'm Um, 24. Yeah, Yeah, the woman is 24 in this story. No, she's she's 26. 26. Oh, Jesus. Before I began cooking, I said that since these roast potatoes take ages to cook and we both like them, should I make extra in order to have leftovers for tomorrow? Very wise. He said yes, nodded also, and told me he was excited for the potatoes. The reason I asked was because he often grazes and polishes off extra food I've made, even when it clearly meant for leftovers, and he's been told that I'm keeping it for later. Also me, please <laughs> So I make the entire roast by myself, including four generous portions of roast potatoes. I do all the prep, cooking, and I clean the dishes while cooking and afterwards. Food is done, and we each take a normal portion of everything and eat while watching the Good Place final. Mm-hmm. This is definitely us, except I don't do the dishes. Right. Anthony does that. Yeah. So far, so far, so good place. Wash up my dish and sit in the bedroom for a few hours by myself, as I often need alone time. After a couple of hours, I think, hmm, I might have one or two of the leftover potatoes and veg <laughs> to tide me over before bed. So I go to the kitchen and find half the potatoes left in the ro- roasting pan. No. Half a potato left in the <laughs> The pan has been left with one measly half a potato in it, while all the other healthy veg, carrots and broccoli, sit untouched. Oh, no. So I say to my, my partner, there's only one potato left. He says sheepishly... Half potato? Yes, sorry. 
I'll make you some more now if you want. To which I respond, these potatoes take two hours to cook. It's now 10pm. <laughs> to which he says, oh, I'm sorry then. Guys, I feel ridiculous for being annoyed. It's just some potatoes. But for goodness sake, he watches me cook for a few hours and I extra specifically make some more potatoes so we would have leftovers. Additionally, he uh, he's trying to lose weight at the moment. So the roasts are a once, of, uh, a once every few week treat. And I've stopped baking, which I love, in order to reduce temptation in the house. I said to him a little while after the above exchange that if I'm making enough for several portions, he can please leave me some food because it takes so long to make this stuff. He said, okay, didn't say anything else, but sounded kind of guilty. I would assume that that'd be it, but this isn't the first time he's grazed, in quotation, at leftovers and left me all but nothing, and I'm kind of sick of it. My question is one, how can I balance wanting to cook nice stuff for us and myself slash cook stuff that takes a long time and make it clear that it isn't all for eating right away? I thought I was doing this, but clearly I'm not getting the message across right. Two, how can I show the amount of effort that goes into these kinds of treat foods so it's clearly not just a I'll make you more situation? It's not ramen, and I feel like that should be obvious given that he sees me cooking it, but we want to be able to communicate the workload clearly so he understands what I'm actually putting in. Ramen does take a long time to cook. <laughs> well, I'm, assuming, <laughs> I'm assuming she's like American and it's like, it's like a two-minute noodle. Right, 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 right. So TLDR... I cooked a recipe of potatoes that takes ages, asked my boyfriend beforehand if I should make extra for tomorrow. He said yes, I made extra. He ate three quarters of it, including all the leftover portions. How do I make it clear that this is kind of rude and also how much effort goes into these recipes? So I'm in two minds. Just one, tell him. One, I really she understand. Just This is a go. The thing is, I really understand her portion. She's cooked, it's slaved away, yeah. and then all the potatoes are gone. Yeah. But... I can guarantee I would have eaten the extra special potatoes because they're extra special delicious potatoes. And... Yeah, it's not as if he had all of them. There was half a potato left. For me, the issue is that he didn't help with the cooking or cleaning mm. up at all. Like, mm. if it had been a joint thing, fuck. Like, those potatoes are What gone. happens, happens. Those potatoes know? are gone. He's helped cook them. Yeah. But it doesn't really seem like he yeah. did anything. Mm. Um, yeah. And he had just expected her to make him food to eat, mm. which is sort of a dick. And that's not... No, that isn't representative of us. No. I, Anthony that, wh- and I work, you know, well As the story goes on, I... I yeah. Um, what did you guys think? Oh, I, I think she's right to be pissed off. Right. Like, I, I don't know. I guess I'm very much a person who, like, portions out what we're going to eat and then yeah. pack leftovers, like, straight away mm. into Tupperware for lunches or whatever. Right. Um, and I feel like Anthony has a lot of self-control. So if I say, we're not going to eat this, you just go, yeah, cool. Yeah, but Anthony eats, like, a glass of water and, like, a no. breadstick. And he's no, just he, like, he actually no. can eat quite a lot. If I if I Thank give you. you a lot, you eat. Ah, oh, right. Yeah. It's a big flex. But am I just not feeding you enough? Like <laughs> deep down, you want to eat all the potatoes, and I'm denying you that. Well, that's like that's right. Like this dude just like it's not. He's a hungry guy. He just wants to eat potatoes. Maybe he's hungry. Maybe he's like one of those people who does like snack graze. Or like some people who like always like have to eat if he's like maybe he's like anxiety and he's like fuck these carbs make me feel a bit less anxious, but. I would think that, but he see the the giveaways. He didn't eat the rest of them. It's not like he has this yeah. compulsion to eat, like whenever he has a he, compulsion. He specifically avoided the carrots and yeah. the whatever else it was. True. So I don't know, Anthony. What, what are you? What, what, are, a, what a god! <laughs> <laughs> um, oh yeah, like I completely agree with all the aforementioned points. Re unfairness and re not helping, etc., etc. 
It's also just quite an amusing story. Mm. Yes. I saw it. It's, it's, it's like all, all the potatoes. The potatoes. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. This I, I wouldn't know what to do either to avoid that situation, mm. given that it appears on the face of the uh, the facts and evidence mm. that um, that she has already taken the the steps to notify mm. this mm. person, giving mm. him you know adequate notice. That, Does a that verbal agreement not, hold up, Anthony? It, it, it mm. could indeed hold up. At the end mm. of the day, though, I think. She should lawyer up, and they should be ready. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> oh, God. I wonder yeah, how many nice. couples fight in the kitchen, though. Mm. Because mm. I think some of our biggest arguments have been in the kitchen. I really? Mm. Not, that, not that we like have huge arguments, but yeah, I yeah, think yeah, sure, sure, uh, sure. the funniest one that comes to mind is um, Anthony accidentally putting too much cheese on some enchiladas. <laughs> and I just went off. <laughs> I think in my head, they were, they were meant to be really healthy enchiladas, and it was a really healthy recipe. Yeah. Um, and then just... And then, like, just a sprinkle of cheese. And, yeah. like, I had envisioned just a sprinkle, because I'd already, like, yeah. imported all the data into my fitness pal, and I was like, I know how many calories are in this recipe. Nice. And then Anthony just went put a <laughs> fuck ton of cheese, which is... Cheese is great. Yeah. But I... I was like, what the fuck? You've yeah. gone and made this unhealthy. My fitness pal is all fucking wrong now. And I like picked the cheese off, but then the sauce was coming off. And then it was just terrible. And we, we had a big blue over this. And like, fuck. it is hilarious to look back on. And then I think we were eating them and I went, because I'd picked off a lot of the cheese. I was like, oh, maybe it could do it. <laughs> 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 it tasted amazing. God, Anthony, that would have, that you know, that was good. that would have been better than the food. The one she says actually it's better with cheese. Anthony would have been like, oh, um, fuck but yes. I think I think in future what we could do to avoid this argument altogether is just to like have one side with heaps of cheese and the other side with like mm. a sprinkle of cheese. Yeah. So then you can have your cheesy bit, and I'll probably yes. steal some of your but, cheesy bit. But yeah, great shout! You solved yeah. it. He can cook his own duck fat potatoes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He can have. He can cook the duck fat potatoes that he wants. Well, I suppose yeah. he did. He can put the ones to cook, <clears throat> to cook yeah. more. Exactly. But, too late. but too she's little, just like, too it's late. ten o'clock. I'm not going to eat potatoes yeah. at twelve. Yeah. No, but that's not the idea. But they George. were she, meant to be uh, leftover potatoes. Exactly. So she, don't, she don't had her appropriate portion. Mm. If he wants to fuck off and start at 10pm mm. cooking duck fat potatoes mm. to try to make up for it, mm. then I think that's off to but the But why doesn't then, if he's, but, he suggests he can go make his own potatoes, but he didn't help at all when mm. she was originally doing it. So is he even capable of making <laughs> yeah. these yeah. That is the potatoes? Question. And is he yeah. just saying it just to be like, oh, well, I offered. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 yeah true. It's very deep. Mm. There's, a, there's a lot of, there's a <laughs> there's lot of, there's a lot of deep seated issues mm. <laughs> Or he would go out and purchase <clears throat> some pre-cooked duck mm. fat potatoes. Mm. Which possibly could be better, or possibly mm. could be worse. Mm. At and would then proffer this mm. bounty yeah. in a brown paper bag to mm. yeah. to the 24F right. woman. Yeah. Well, see, what makes me also feel weird is the way she comments on his weight and how she's mm. like controlling his portions about what yeah. she can eat. And it doesn't necessarily read like that, but when you read into it a bit more, she's like, he's trying to lose weight. I'm just trying to help, which I'm mm. sure that is what she's thinking. But maybe he's like asked her to help. Yeah, right. But maybe in his head, he's like, fuck, I got like two potatoes. I need more. Mm. He goes, has one. He's like, fuck, that's so good. And mm. he just breaks because... Binge eats. Mm. So what he needs to do is obviously better communication, but maybe he just needs to also control, like be like a big boy and control mm. like how much food he has on his mm. plate himself and not have his partner choose mm. for him. Mm. I don't know. That's true, because also, duck fat potatoes, mm. I would anticipate, like what I was imagining... 
yeah. right, was like a big fuck off tray. Have you ever had duck fat duck. potatoes? No. I don't think I have um, either. They are incredible. Okay. To be fair, okay. I, like, <laughs> you would have too eaten the special I've, potatoes. I've never made them. Right. I've only had them out at like very classy restaurants. Right, okay. Um, but they, they are like, holy shit. Okay, so, so they are something that yeah. someone would break yeah. and eat a lot of. Yeah, okay. possibly, yeah. So first of all, very delicious. Second of all, what I was envisaging was like this enormous tray of duck fat potatoes. But given their premiumness mm. and the fact, for example, that you've only had them at quite highbrow mm. establishments, it may be the case that the ingredients themselves are expensive to the point where what we mm. imagine is this huge mm. tray of duck fat potatoes is actually like five potatoes. Mm. Right. They've had one each right. and they're planning mm. one each for the next mm. day. And yeah, he's we, had an we, extra two. We need <laughs> more evidence, don't we? We need like a photo of I don't know if we'll be the able tray to get... of potatoes. This will be, to... be no, nah, this would yeah. make it to trial. I reckon there'd be a pre-trial agreement, yeah. Yeah. settled out of court, yeah. settlement yeah. agreement. Some you owe her some duck fat potatoes. I'll give you half. Yeah. <laughs> On Deal. another note, we should definitely go somewhere and get duck fat potatoes one time. Well, listen, um, like as just go to a really highbrow. Mm. Oh, I'm a vegetarian, so okay. I can watch you guys enjoy them, because well, that's what I get the most pleasure, yeah. just watching... Okay. That yeah, more good. than 50% of taste is in smell, mm. actually. Okay. Yeah, that's true. I may yeah. have pulled that fact out my well, ass. That doesn't feel like it's true. You and I should go to a really high-brow establishment and just get the <laughs> I love this idea, though. Just imagine this. You guys, a couple, have gone to this really nice, fancy restaurant, but you've brought your third mate, Neil Jordan. You guys get the potatoes, and I just sit there watching as you guys eat your potatoes as a couple. You're like feeding each other. I'm just sitting just like, how are those potatoes, guys? They good? Yeah, nice. Good, I'm glad. I'll just have table water. So, okay, I, I've just seen a solution to her problem. She Ooh. just needs to date you because you won't eat the That's dark true. potatoes. That's true. Ladies listening, you can have all the duck fat potatoes in this relationship. Yeah. Just solved it. Bam. Excellent. Cool. Are there any more? Genius. Oh, you want another one? Yes. All right. But like, can we go, can we go like really, really saucy? I don't know. Like, not that that wasn't saucy. I beg your pardon. It's a PG-13 fucking podcast, young (laughs) lady. It might not be saucy and sexy, but I do have one that is... Not like that, but like really like... This one is very much like, what the fuck is happening in this relationship. Okay. Um, Not saucy as in like, porn. Uh, we could no. no. <laughs> okay, I think it's twenty-six male boyfriend of three years asked to go on a break so he can trial going out with our twenty-six-year-old female roommate. They Gee, believe what? I should. They believe I should continue to live with them and be friends. <gasps> can I just say this feels very Seinfeld, but please. this is a long one. Okay. Oh no, fuck! It's not three years. It's nine years. So my boyfriend of nine years. Shit. Let's call him Andrew, and I just moved to London well, so he could Andrew. do his undergrad degree. And, could pursue, and I could pursue my career. To live as a couple, we've been living with a roommate. Let's call her Jane in a two-bedroom apartment. I have supported him financially over the past four years at different times, paying his share of the rent. In that time, he has had a part-time job in retail. Last year, 2018, he was working full-time and I was working part-time and studying, but I paid the rent and bills then. Fuck, what a queen. He was saving for his first year of his undergrad because due to some, cons- uh, some circumstances, he could not get funded. In October, we moved to London so he could get a graduate job and he could study at university here with the understanding that I would pay the rent and bill so he could study. When we moved, I believe he would get some kind of job to help contribute in some way around his studies. As of January, he still has not got one and he said he was unable to find part-time work. Since October, him and the roommate have been spending lots of time together. I leave earliest in the morning. I'm the last one home at night, usually around 730 
Jane is home with Andrew from around six. There are times I've come home to find them both out doing activities together without letting me know that what they're even doing. They have done things like order food for dinner without asking if I would want anything. One time I even arrived home and met the delivery driver in the hallway. <laughs> Fuck, that's so fun. She should have just eaten all the food there and left yeah. half a potato. I have some duck fat potatoes to deliver. <laughs> for a long time, I felt like the third wheel. They had the inside jokes, have watched movies without me, gone on days out to museums and explored the new area. Andrew and I have been having constant conversations about our relationship and if we should even be together. He feels that I have used him as a therapist and that I am too emotional, have no direction in life. What the fuck? I'm not in, and that I'm not independent, I'm not mature, and I'm not consistent, and I'm Get unpredictable. Get rid of him. So, <laughs> lawyer <laughs> up, back up. No, listen to this. So you are aware, my mum was diagnosed with cancer last year, and my dad is having bad mental health problems. My granny and granddad also passed away in 2019. Last year, I finished my undergraduate degree and managed to secure a good job before moving over to London. On Wednesday, Andrew told me that he had made a decision. On Wednesday, Andrew told me he'd made a decision that though he tried to help me be more independent emotionally, he was unable to support me anymore. I then left it to calm down. I then went into the living room where Andrew and Jane were hanging out and he clarified that he wanted to break up with me. Andrew and Jane have both admitted that they have feelings for each other and that they want to see how things go. They have said that I don't have to understand, but I have to accept how they feel. At the same time, Andrew said that we should never say never to getting back together, but the current situation is what it is. They are aware that they may not go out with each other for a long time, and Andrew and I might get back together. He thinks that now is a good opportunity for us to have time apart. I can become independent, and we can both have new experiences. Um, they both want me to stay in the apartment and not move out so that I don't isolate myself in a new city as they both care for me. Or so they say, I have a feeling it could do more with the fact that I'm paying half the rent. They have also advised me not to go on any dates so that I can take the time to emotionally heal. When they first told me, I said they could both pursue their new relationship immediately. What? What? <laughs> I know, I know, I know. However, after a day or so, I told them that that would make me extremely uncomfortable. They have then said I'm being inconsistent with how I am feeling. I have said that I was in no right mind to make any decisions when I had just been broken up with, but they don't seem to understand. They have said that they want to help me through this and they believe that they are making many accommodations for me by not flirting in front of me, using her room instead of the living room when they want to spend time together. On Saturday, Jane admitted to me that I had already kissed on Thursday night. Andrew and I have a lot of mutual friends and he asked my advice on how to best mention Jane to our friends group without putting her in a bad light. Andrew believes that for us to be together, I need to change who I am and how I am. He has tried to help and advise me and I haven't acted on any of it. He feels like I rely on him to do everything such as listen to me when I have any problems and he doesn't feel that I'm taking action on his advice. Over the last four months, I haven't made as much of an effort as I should have to meet new people and I've been relying on both of them to be my friends in a new city. I have, however, tried to pursue things like piano and art at home. All I asked of them was to let me know if they were doing something or at least invite me out even if it was too late for me to go. Jane is also aware that Andrew may end up decide getting back with me and is happy to let him take his time to decide. Andrew believes that of all, all of this is my fault and that all I need to do is improve myself and become independent so that there is a chance that we can get back together. By the way, I'm the one paying for all of his rent in London, obviously expensive, while he does not work. They fully expect me to stay in the flat, be friends with them both and make it work. 
it would be good to know Reddit's thought on the situation. Holy fuck. Andrew seems very reasonable, actually. Andrew's a fuckwit. Andrew is a fuckwit. What the hell? I just want to fly over to London and like meet this girl (laughs) and just be like, honey, get away. Rebuild your life. You do not deserve that toxic person in your life. I reckon I reckon the power move is that she needs to get with Jane. (laughs) And then (laughs) ask him to kick out. Fuck, what? Mm. Oh my god. Okay, but to mention Jane. I can't even imagine being that's that. That's a pretty dog situation. Obviously, yeah. Jane is single. She had no responsibility to um, the author, but still a really shitty thing to do. But to then support the way Andrew effectively is like gaslighting the author and saying, you know, it's all your fault. You're so fucked up. Mm. I can't be with you. You're so independent. You're not independent enough. By the way, pay my fucking rent. Um,. My advice with her was just absolutely leave. Yes. Don't consider getting back together no. with him. Don't be in contact with um, Jane. Leave that whole situation. You obviously can afford rent in London. Just pay for yourself mm. with normal, non-evil people like that. Oh, my God. I, just, uh, I can't even begin to imagine that situation and being in that situation. And also, like, not having anyone else there in London. I, like, think, I think that's that what she's scared of. would be really hard as well. That she feels isolated in a massive city like London. I don't have a solution for that other than how fucked up that whole thing right. is. Well, what she needs to do... Lawyer up. Yeah. <laughs> Break up. Get in the dating app. Perhaps yes. Tinder this... or Bumble. Yep. And, um... Is that in the UK? Break the lease. Tinder's in the UK. Move somewhere else. Mm. Break the lease. Yeah, yeah. And then um, send a letter with a lot of glitter in it to the address by post. So when they open it, then glitter gets Oh, I'd say send a shit in the post. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) What are you looking to send? Shit. Oh, yeah. Express delivery? (laughs) Yes. Can I get unregistered? I want to be as hot as possible when it gets there. No, just do a shit in a box and send it to it. What the fuck? Like That's pretty fucked. Oh, my God. Like... Shout what out to the all fuck? the Andrews out there. Like, no, the, okay. I mean, that's not even his real name, but, um, I, yeah. Wow. See, that Jane is like, I'm okay if he goes back together with you. And he's like, hey, we could get back together, babe. You never know. While at the same time going like, you have so many mental issues. I can't deal with it. You, I'm like, just like using her mental health and her isolation and the fact that she works like crazy hours as well against her to make to her feel guilty. Him. I know, to support him. It's so fucked. It's so fucked. But like, and when he like said that he was always being a therapist and like listening to her problems. That I is what being in a relationship is. Yeah. Is that you like vent to each other and yeah. you're there for each other. Like, that's not being a therapist. That's being in a relationship. That's it's just that being you a work f- through your literally problems a together. friend. Yeah. Like not even a too. part, like a, oh man. He must be incredibly good looking. Not. I, I don't. I don't imagine care how it. good looking you are. If you are like that as a person, you I are think ugly. Be, yeah, being that mean and being that like fucked up mm. gives you bad skin. He, this guy is not good looking. <laughs> you know. Um, Amazing. What a tale. Uh, yeah. What a tale. Wow. What a tale. So. Um, okay. On that fun note. Cool. That happens in the I world. I think we'll end it. Yeah. Like how many how many stories are there like mm. that though that yeah. haven't been on there? Like how many women? Mm. Oh, and yeah. like men. Just people yeah. in general have just been like emotionally manipulated yeah. and then like cut off mm. and dropped. Mm-hmm. Anyway, on that fun note, thank you for listening to this episode. Yeah. Um, we'd really want to thank Simo for coming. Our mate. Such <laughs> awesome well, insight. Like we wouldn't <laughs> have known what we're talking about without you. 
um, true, yeah. So yeah, we'd love to have you, you back on. You always talked about RuneScape the whole time. No, we're trying not to. We're trying not to. We've already done that episode. Mm. Speaking of which, though, I played a bit of old school RuneScape again uh, <laughs> recently. Okay, how was um, it? Because I finished, so I just got 90 mining. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, I finished that little goal, so I need, <clears throat> need something else. So continued a bit with the fishing and cooking. Good. Got some, got some Stop goals there. Yeah, yeah. Can you make them in RuneScape? I wish. I'll send. I'll send a tweet, and see if they can introduce it in the game. Because they added bacon and they added cheesecake. Nice. So it's possible. You've also been watching cooking on YouTube quite a lot. Yeah. Shout out to Sorted Food. What's that? They make some cracking cooking videos. So they use swords. No, no, no. Sorted. Uh, so there's two. There's two chefs. Right. And there's three normals. Aka <laughs> three, people, three people who aren't chefs. Right. And then they do cooking and stuff. It's really good. Hell yeah. Mm. Awesome. Well, thank you for listening. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's been eventful. Mm. We should it's be. It's been an episode. Yeah, that's mm. what you will. It has. We'll need to get like some social media to spruik at the end for people to follow. We'll probably set up yeah, an Insta yeah. and a Twitter. So mm. that people can send in questions, like stuff like that, and we'll put oh, it to. Oh yes, we should do a Q yeah. and A. And we'll put it to like Love Guru Anthony, where he can solve mm. your dating life. Mm. Well, probably more so Simona will solve your yeah. dating life. No, um, we're a duo, trio. It's a, tri- we're a trio. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Okay, so the podcast. <laughs> I'm ending it. The podcast is now. No, I meant, I meant Anthony and I in oh. the dating advice. Can you just say we're a trio, and then? No, no, no we'll leave. Fine, it. we're a trio. <laughs> Oh dear, no.